to the Runner X Podcast, where we talk about all things running. As many runners know, it's 90% mental. So join Coach Valerie and Coach Caroline as we go through the mental side of running. Welcome back to the Runner X Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Caroline, and I'm here with Coach Valerie. Coach, um, I saw a meme the other day. And it was really interesting because there was a time that I know that I would have really felt this. Yeah. Yeah. But now that I've been working with you and working with runners, I, I really found it. I was like, no, <laughs> I think I sent to you. No, no, no. And what it said was give yourself permission to run as slow as you need to miles or miles. And they're all good. Let's talk about that. Are miles, does it ma- not matter how slow I run? <laughs> I think I knew the answer, right? <laughs> well, okay. I think here's the challenge. So for some reason, at some point, people decided to assign speed to running. Right. So then it also assigns you like, well, you're a slow runner. I'm just going to run slow. I'm not fast. I hear this all the time. I'm a slow runner, right? <clears throat> and so my answer or my or I guess not my answer, my question back to you is what the challenge I have is what made you decide to be slow? Like, what is it about you that you think I should run slow? You see what I mean? And what does it mean to run slow? What does it mean to run slow versus what does it mean to run fast? And that's the challenge because fast for most people, they're thinking sprinting, using a lot of movement, like pumping their arms and reaching their legs, you know, just a lot of effort and exertion. Yeah. My and heart the, rate goes up. I'm yeah, yeah. heavy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then the bummer is that for most people, the slow running, they actually do a worse job. They're actually on the ground for even longer. So, you know, this is the thing is we, we teach people what is running? Like the first question should be, what is running? Mm-hmm. Right. Because some people will also say, I'm going to go for an easy run. Right. Or I'm going to go for a run, a hard run. So what are these words kind of mean? I'm going for an easy, slow, I'm going for an easy, slow, easy, run. slow run. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. And so I'm going for a hard, fast run. So what I want to talk about is running. And so this is, this is really cool. Running itself is free falling. The, the acceleration of running is actually happens on the ground. And it's as much as you're willing to allow to happen. And of course, have the ability. So once you kind of recognize that we all have the same ability to use gravity or to fall, then your run, instead of being fast or slow, can just become kind of how greedy you want to be with gravity. You know, I'm going to fall enough today to just have a night, you know, if you want to call it a nice run. I don't like the word slow. I don't like the word easy. How about just a a nice, enjoyable run, Mm -hmm. right? I'm going to fall enough that I can hold and enjoy myself. But mm-hmm. if I would like to go for, a, if I'm thinking about, wow, I really want to challenge myself today, I'm going to try to increase my angle of fall, which of course, in turn will increase my cadence, my heart rate. Absolutely. However, I'm not changing that my, that me as a runner, <laughs> right? Right. And so that, that's the fun part for everyone to see is that instead of looking at running as easy or hard or slow or fast, you're just adjusting your angle of fall. Really, and let's get back to that word allowing and, and how difficult it is for people to allow themselves to fall. Right. 
Well, yeah, you've been fighting it your whole life. <laughs> yeah. And that's, and see, and that's what's so funny is that people don't realize that that's what, why they're running slower or that's why that's part of what's holding them back is not that they're um, slow or that they don't have the right frame or they're too tall or big feet, whatever they want to set up as their limitation. It's really that they're not allowing their body to, I love the phrase getting greedy with gravity because we all have gravity, right? We all have that um, ability to use gravity. You're just not allowing it and trusting that you're not going to face plant, right? That's, I talk about that a lot with our runners. I'm like, well, okay, so you fall. What's the worst that can happen? Well, I might, I might, you know, hit the ground. And I think, really, do you really think you're you're going to fall. Well, but again, like that's a real fear. Like we've got yeah. it. We've got a natural fight or flight response. Right. Starting from when we're toddlers, you know, it starts when we're toddlers and we toddle. That's why they call it toddling. And then you see the little kid, he toddles and he falls, toddles and he falls. And as they gain and gain more balance, they stand upright and then they're just like everyone else walking, running. So we have been practicing how to hold ourselves upright and not fall for our entire life. And so all of a sudden, when you're challenging that to just say fall, it's, you're going to fight yourself and it's completely normal. Whereas people that have say been, I don't know, running track and field for years and years, they sprint constantly. They're always putting themselves in a falling angle, if you will. Well, distance runners go the opposite route. They do what they can to avoid falling. And they go as far as, you know, I mean, it's, it's legitimate. People think of falling and running as tripping and falling. Yeah. And we're not talking about that. <laughs> so just right. to be, just to understand that falling and running is basically allowing yourself to use your body weight to yes, fall forward, not down forward. <laughs> it's a little different to allow your body weight to go forward and your foot pulls up. So you're kind of creating a wheel, you know, under you. And the challenge is that first you do have to be like, okay, I'm not really going to fall. Right. Right. <laughs> but it's, well, a, it's, that's where I get, I come back to that trust, trust in yourself that, and that's what it really comes down to you trust in yourself that you aren't going to let yourself fall. You aren't, if you're running on a flat, not running downhill, running on a flat, you're not going to let yourself face plant. You will stop right. first. Well, the um, other but, challenge is everyone bends over in the beginning. So yeah. they actually <laughs> think they're falling right. rather than, <laughs> But bringing it back to the toddler, one of the things that I've, that I know we've talked about and I've talked about on the Tough Love Tuesdays is that each time the toddler gets up, that getting up is building the strength for them to hold themselves upright. And so if you, if you, and also stopping a child and putting them back up, right, right. You have to, but if you kept, if you kept interjecting on your child and putting them back upright and not letting them fall. Like you said, they're going to, they're going to lose that ability, but you have to let them evolve, right? You have to let them build the strength, overcome the fear of falling and that failure. Let's talk about that for a second. We have this, this feel fear of like, I'm not going to call it. We like, we don't, we think failure is a bad word and it's not right. Sometimes you have to fail to be able to learn to walk, right? You have to fall before you can walk as a toddler. You have to have bad movement sometimes. Like I, we've talked about this with CrossFit. Can you talk about that? How, if I'm doing well, a movement, it, right. go ahead. I mean, again, well, I mean, there has to be, I mean, everything needs a balance, 
There has right. to be a standard, right? So I yeah. don't know if something's wrong unless I know what's right. Correct. I mean, so that's important to understand that. So when we have a standard of movement, for example, a squat, and the standard is, you know, keep your shoulders over your hips, bring your hips down. You know, we talk about this in movements like squats, deadlifts, things where they're going to be loaded. Well, same thing in running. And you're right. I mean, in order to know that there's a correct uh, movement standard of running, though, you have to agree that there is one. <laughs> right. Right. That's true. Our, and that's that's the constant challenge. But, you know, people talk about with. So, yes, with toddlers, that's how that's the only way they learn. They learn through the constant. Yes. Toddle, fail, pick yourself up, reset, go, which is exactly what our immersion is. It's exactly right. the same. I'm not kidding. And it's the way you learn. I mean, any, you've learned anything. No one is their first day. I'm just amazing at it. You have to fail right. a little bit. And when well, you do and- it wrong is the only way then you realize how much more efficient it is to do it correctly. Bingo. That's what I was going to say. If you don't understand what it feels like to do it, like you said, right, you won't know what it's like to do it wrong. But then once you know what it feels like when it's wrong, and we were talking about the squat, if I'm doing a squat and the weight is over my head, and I can feel that I'm doing it incorrectly. I can feel it hurting my back. If I don't understand, if you, if you haven't, if I haven't tried to fail, throw the, you know, put the bar, let it go. Right. Right. Let it, let it hit the ground. Let it make a big loud noise. Be okay with that. Then I'm going to try to continue the movement and hurt myself. That's what people right. need to understand that right. failing isn't a bad thing. Failing is getting yourself out of something like we talk about when you're running and you, and maybe something's not feeling quite right. So you reset, you stop and you reset. It's, that's not a failure. That's a resetting. That's a, okay. I, I was, I was able to notice that my body was not holding itself upright, or I was looking down too much because I was feeling it in my neck, whatever it was that you became connected with and you reset. Some would call that a failure, but it's not a failure, right? Because you're learning now to become more in tune with your body as to what the correct movement is versus what the incorrect movement is. Right. Which I'm going to circle all the way back because we left our speed. So if someone says to you, if someone says you need to go out and run slow, what you need to start thinking about is that that doesn't make any sense because running itself isn't slow. Running itself, you want to use gravity and muscle elasticity. And in order to do that, you need to be able to hold your angle of fall, whatever it may be, keep a minimum cadence. So there's rules you need to be following for your running. So the, the challenge I have for everyone out there is instead of thinking today I need to run slow, I want to challenge you to saying today I'm going to run to my ability. And if today I can hold an angle of fall that gives me a 10-minute mile, good for me. If today I can fall and hold my fall and my run's in 8.30, great. But instead of dictating that it's going to be fast or slow, go out and connect with running. See how you feel today. And I'm telling you, it's going to change the way you see running and feel running. That's a perfect uh, note to end it on, guys. If you haven't already subscribed to our podcast, please do so and give us a five-star review. Share it with a friend so that more people can learn about RunnerX and the mental side of running. Thank you for joining us on the RunnerX podcast. If you'd like to know more, join us at www.runnerx.fit. And if you have additional questions that you'd like answered on the podcast, email us at support at runnerx.fit. 